Oh my god, he did what? Yeah, he sucks. But he's so hot. This is Hot and Horrible. Hi, friends and lovers. Hey, Emily, how are you doing today? I'm great. It's sunny. I'm happy. I keep forgetting it's Monday, though. You're in your <laughs> element, though. I am in my element. My personality is reawakening. Yeah. Because it's sunny and it's summer and I can do the stuff I want to do. Just in time for summer. Exactly. This is yeah. my time. To shine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do this week? Oh, my God. This week, I went to a Luke Combs concert at Nissan Stadium. Mm -hmm. But it was so funny because right before, I was meeting up with friends. And I was like, just waiting on the side of the road my friends to arrive and i hear yo andre <laughs> and i'm like who's that and um an old friend les was like hey it's me like how's it going what are you doing here and i looked like a homeless person or something <laughs> just like waiting like on the street walking back and forth not that not that there was anything wrong with homeless yeah. people but i just looked like one and we just ended up talking for like half an hour which was really nice wait were you Okay, Les is here. Spoiler alert. Les, <laughs> hey were you driving? Were you walking? Yeah, um, I was on the way to meet a friend for dinner. Okay. And I had needed some time to kill, so I was just driving randomly. And I took a left and a right and another left in a random alleyway, and I see <laughs> this person who looks like they need money. And I was oh like, let God. me get closer and try to help this person. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it turned out to be... The one and only. So, yeah, it was uh, it was cool to catch up, man. It was so cool to yeah. catch up. Yeah. So, <laughs> honestly, that was, like, the, the highlight of my week. Yeah. And then Aww. I had a picnic with you at your house. Yeah, my barbecue. Where we had uh, conversations with Maya from the other podcast. Yes, love Maya. Yeah. Y'all need to encourage Maya to start her business YouTube. Oh, for sure. Everyone hit up Maya and tell her <laughs> that we need the content. But um, I'm super excited for this episode because we just have so much to talk about, I feel like. Yeah, we were getting really inspired at the barbecue, I think. And Les, Les why don't you tell the friends and lovers a little about yourself before <laughs> we start? Yeah, um, my name is Les McFadden. Um, I moved to Nashville about a year and a half ago for business, and I was fortunate enough to meet you guys as good friends and it's been cool ever since it's a pleasure to be here okay so i think this happened when y'all had your little cosmic meetup ah, but yeah. les brought up this concept that you have heard of recently the adorer versus the adored yes don't, 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 um. yeah. <laughs> yeah um i was scouring the internet <laughs> <laughs> on my free time as we do and stumbled up across this concept like Emily mentioned adored versus the adorer and it was a concept introduced to me by Dr. Orion Taraban and yeah it's essentially in every romantic um, dynamic or relationship two lovers can't love each other equally there's always going to be one that loves one a bit more than the other. So in that in that situation, that person would be known as the adorer, which is the person who loves more than the other person. And then the other person in that scenario would be the adored. And there's pros and cons to both. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
do you think that it's that one person like loves more or that they are like loving differently like is it more and less or is it different differently that's a good question um but i think according to the concept that he introduced i think it was more quantified for Mm. more versus um differently Mm -hmm. and that's okay you know what i mean um you can either be the adored which they typically i would assume to get a bad rep versus the adorer because they're giving more you know Mm -hmm. so which one are you guys i think i'm the adorer Uh, it took me a while to to think about it we did figure out we figured that out yesterday yeah at the picnic (laughs) i figured it out at the picnic okay yeah and i am the adorer okay I just feel I like think all three of us, yeah. didn't we say? Yeah, all three of us are, are the, adorers. adorers. Well, I, Ooh. yeah, I think <laughs> initially I'm the adorer, but then as the dust starts to settle, I become the adored. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I think naturally I would deem myself to be a romantic. <laughs> Could you give us an example? Okay, yeah. So my most recent relationship um it stemmed for a couple months and it was due to where i was working she was the color of my world for a little bit um or for that time period and i found myself naturally wanting to woo her her not only with words but with my actions so whenever we'd go out on dates i'd provide roses Mm -hmm. you know that's sweet yeah, and we'd go out to movies, and a, a song would come to mind, and we'd find ourselves slow dancing. So it's it's kind of odd, but it worked to the point to where I transitioned from being the adorer to the adored. So does that just mean you're more comfortable in the relationship to to just ease back on the gas. Yeah, ease back on the gas. That's a that's a good point, considering the amount of work I was doing, it was a very stressful time. So I didn't have the emotional luxury to sort of keep being the adorer. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I also kind of feel like what you're saying is kind of typical in more like traditional heteronormative relationships too, because I think that men will like more traditionally like pursue or feel right. like they need to pursue a woman and then once it gets to the point where the woman's like okay okay and kind of like gives them more validation right. that i think it can like switch sometimes right. yeah yeah for me i feel like when i've been in those adored situations it kind of gets boring for me yeah ah. i could see that i feel like it gets yeah. too stagnant yeah and then i'm like why am i in this if i'm not really in this right you know all right so how long does it typically take you to realize that and do you start to imagine your life with someone else does that make sense <laughs> that, that was such a cute little hesitant uh, laugh that makes sense yeah so i feel like i've been in relationships where you know the same thing right. i've like this could be toxic yeah. okay <laughs> go for it i try really hard and i really want to date this person that I have my eye on. You know, after I kind of, like, you know, have that in to where I'm getting to know them and, like, we're good and, you know, things 
the dust has settled yeah. and it's like oh you know we're together if i feel like there is no more reason to like keep on going or keep pursuing that person um that's when i feel a little bored it's not mm-hmm. that i like am you know interested in other people it's more i am looking to like for that i don't know brain stimulation i get what you're saying you know I feel like it's like a thrill of the chase kind of thing. Yeah. And also when you're in that like state of chasing someone and you don't know them very well yet, they can be anyone that your brain like wants them to be. But when the dust settles and it's just like you and that person, that's when you find out like who they really are. Right. So at that point, your brain can't make up realities (laughs) about them. This is who they are. Right. So maybe that's why you're feeling like a little bored because your expectation of them isn't matching the reality of them. That initial reality. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Interesting. For sure. Yeah. But I mean, just personally too, there's something I think about being the adorer that's just like charming to me. It's like, oh, wow, you know. Yeah. It's kind of like the underdog right. situation. Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. And so that's why I'm like, oh, this is so cool, you know. Um, you know, everyone wants an underdog to succeed. Right, yeah. right, right, right. I'm also wondering, like, does it flip-flop back and forth? I think so, like, because it's like 49%, 51%. You know, okay. somebody's yeah. always, like Les was saying. Yeah. Also, yeah. that doctor, I don't remember his name, but we're going to refer to you as Dr. Fadden. Dr. McFadden and that his theory, Adorer it. versus Adored. Deal. Yeah, that works. So, Dr. McFadden, you know, explained it. It's 49%, 51%. Yeah. Somebody's always, like, even if it's a little bit, yeah. mm-hmm. is just more, is pursuing more. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's just like, I feel like that can flip flop. Like you're yeah. saying, there have to be events to happen for that, and I'm not sure if it's a, like a power shift between the relationship. Yeah, where it's like a negative thing, but I know that there are times that it can be one or the other. Right, and I wonder how. I've never been married, obviously. Well, I can't really say obviously because the, <laughs> they have no context. You're a handsome they're... doctor. You're going to get married soon. Thank you, thank you very much. But yeah, uh, I wonder if that's sort of um, the big question on why marriages aren't as successful as they should be. I feel like, okay, going off of what you said, I think that people like hold other people too tight sometimes. Yeah. And I think that that's like one of the reasons that I prefer being the adorer because i feel like the adorer has more of control over setting the line Mm -hmm. do you get what i'm saying i get that like i feel like okay for example like if i'm hanging out with a guy kind of newly in like a romantic way if he's like really heavily pursuing me that's gonna turn me off Mm -hmm. you know but i feel like if you are the one that's doing the adoring you can kind of set the line for how much energy you want to put into that. For sure. Oh, so yeah. speaking of space, though, yeah, something Emily and I were talking about <laughs> last week, which I'm very curious about your I'm thoughts. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Sure. 
Actually, Emily, can you explain this a little bit? Yeah. Okay. If you were married to someone or living with someone long term, would you want a separate bedroom from them? Or would you want to sleep in the same bedroom? That's an interesting question. If, like, financially, like, it wasn't a a worry to have a house with multiple bedrooms. Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, And coincidentally, that friend that i went to meet for dinner i asked that same question did you no really way. i've been I, asking you. everyone this that's, that's so weird yeah, that, is, that so... is really weird okay what did what did you say um i don't i wouldn't mind it um wouldn't mind what i wouldn't mind the separate bedrooms because some people are just their circadian rhythms are mm-hmm. just different you know what i mean and that's mm-hmm. um that's a fact that's not talked about enough. You're just assumed to, when you're married, to just coexist in every realm of your living space, which yeah. isn't really realistic all the time. I mean, some men may snore. Some women may snore. Some men or women may like it hot versus cold. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's a lot of variable variables but if you can fit like a puzzle then i think it's appropriate but um if not i think it's appropriate to (laughs) have separate so would you not mind it or would you prefer it like are you indifferent or are you pro yeah so i'm indifferent okay i would have to know the other person i see like context matters you know context uh truly matters and during special occasions to sort of spice it up right that's what i said (laughs) exactly so um yeah i think yeah i wouldn't mind it yeah Yeah. andre i want you to share what you thought about it because you had a different i do i am interested i'm same bedroom okay yeah i don't know what it is but it's like when you have that person yeah i feel like there's something about sleeping next to the person that you care about yeah it's just like comforting or like homey you know it's bonding for sure i've never had that uh had that oh i need my space kind of moment ah personally Mm -hmm. interesting i also feel like you um like when the couch session and everything that you talked about i think affirmation is really important to you and like having someone physically there so that makes sense to me for sure yeah and i mean i think it's interesting because my love language is touch yeah so it's interesting that i would sort of um be for separate bedrooms but i mean two yeah. bedroom yeah i also think like going back to what i was saying about like when you were talking about marriage and yeah. i was talking about holding each other too tight i think that sometimes in marriages or long-term relationships uh like people want their other person to be everything to yeah them. yeah and I don't think that that's sustainable or healthy or, like, fair to ask of someone, yeah. honestly. Like, yeah. I think it's really important to have really solid friendships yeah. and, like, you know, career goals and hobbies and everything outside of your relationship. Because I just think that's too much to ask of yeah. one person. Yeah. And I think that's when marriages break down. So I'm more for, like... I'm not, like, super romantic. Yeah, I yeah. am romantic. Like, I'm a caring person. <laughs> right. But, like, I, I see relationships more as, like, partnerships, Right, I practical. Well, no, no, I don't want to say practical because I do have feelings. Yeah. And I, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. But, like, I, but you know, like there's a balance. Yeah. You're yeah. Like, I have feelings. Don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a very caring person. I feel yeah. like when I fall, I fall hard. You know. Yeah. yeah. But I also think that I want I want my life to be more fulfilling outside of that. Okay. Yeah. So being in Nashville, what is going on? You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's the million dollar question. You know what I mean? It's hot and horrible. Right. <laughs> and nobody wants to commit. Okay. And nobody wants to communicate. And nobody's on the same page. Interesting. That's a pretty good synopsis, I think. <laughs> yeah. What's your image of it, Les? Um, I think we're at we're in a different time period now. I mean, women are more independent than they have ever been. Um, men aren't necessarily needed as much, which means um, the standards of the typical man will naturally have to increase because the woman is now more Mm self-sufficient um for me personally what you (laughs) what you touched on on why what was wrong with um the whole city of nashville i made it a point to be more communicative in my last um relationship and it worked out perfectly and we touched on ironically all those points that you mentioned um yeah, but moving back to Nashville, it's just interesting. And I, it brings me to ask, at what point do you say, all right, Nashville, I'm not getting what I need romantically out of you. I think it's time for me to move. Is that I don't know if it's a just fair question? Nashville, though. I okay. It's like a cultural moment. Okay. I think it's cultural, too. I had that epiphany, actually. Like, okay, so this is what happened. I was on a couple dating apps. Yeah. And I had been seeing the same people, like, ah. from when I last downloaded the apps. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. did I do a whole lap of yeah. everyone in Nashville? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, and it's the same, like, photos, yeah, too. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I definitely know I've seen this photo yeah. and yeah. match with this yeah. person. Yeah. And um, I was like, maybe LA's better because... Ugh. I don't know. What? <laughs> I, I mean, I think I've heard that L.A. is just completely superficial, man, and and it's lonely. But at the same time, or you know, or maybe just California. Yeah. Because at the same time, I feel like in the South, Asians aren't you know as attractive as they are mm-hmm. in other states. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that brings me to another uh, point. Um, for me specifically, I think. As far as the dating pool, it's super white. And for listeners, I'm not—I'm an African American. I know that could be <laughs> <laughs> misunderstood, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I do see myself, I guess, cutting it sort of short in Nashville due to the lack of um, diversity, especially coming from a place like Atlanta, where I'm used mm. to, yeah, diversity. You know. Um, Unless something just completely shifts, I'm not opposed to moving. And I think that's realistically what's going to happen. For love? Uh, Yeah, that and just for a feel, uh, the feeling of, not. I mean, belonging is a very strong word, but I'd like to see more people that look like me around. Yeah. Because I can go that's days fair. and I go to the restaurants I go to, I'd be 
the only African American eating there. We're you know in the what I mean? Boat, but so, I'm not African American. You're not? What? <laughs> I know. Oh, I'm just my God. <laughs> what? Just kidding. But uh, yeah, so it, it's interesting to get your perspective, but from a different sort of lens, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it, it, it's an interesting time. I'm just, I'm intrigued because. This is the first time there have been two straight men on the podcast. I'm so curious about like what the like patterns that y'all see emerge from the women like on the dating apps and stuff. Like, is there one kind of archetype that keeps emerging? I don't do apps. Oh, you're not on the apps. Yeah, I'm more of a see a beautiful woman in the gym or at work or at my bar i'm either approached uh, or i go up and fight the nerves and say i think you're beautiful my name's les how are you okay this is something else i'm curious about do women approach you guys in public yes oh at bars yes all the time all the time yeah all the time i agree so interesting yeah i i just go to shout out to bar sovereign this is not a (laughs) paid advertisement but um yeah i either sit at my spot and um get approached which feels kind of cool or i'll go and play pool and um there's a flirtatious gesture thrown my way and all (laughs) and all the guys are just like all right, bro, we're expecting you to go handle that and not uh, <laughs> sort of move accordingly. Uh-huh. Well, what happens, you see, Les, when you're in these bars, your muscles are so big that people just bump into <laughs> you and they're like, oh, my God, how you can know, I not I, see him? You know, I don't know, but... Uh... Les is in the gym. You know? Yeah. But, yeah, it, it's um, it's definitely a, a privilege, you know, and I don't take it for granted, and I try to... Pretty privilege. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but um, I do try to um, go within the encounter as open as I can be, mm-hmm. unless I know that there's like a level difference in uh, belligerence. If she's too gone, then it's like, all right, I'm going to just not embarrass her nor me and just be polite about it. But yeah, that's pretty much my dating situation so... in Nashville. <laughs> God. So do you have any hot and horrible stories or have you ever been hot and horrible? No, because I'm super analytical and I'm looking for reasons not to um, proceed, which is (laughs) (laughs) which is another um, thing within itself. As of recent, I've done the internal work to sort of just be open and allow myself to feel. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, that's. Never happened. Have you ever been hot and horrible? Um, nah, because I have a mom and um, a sister that'll hold me accountable. Let's fact check that, listeners. You, know? you have dated <laughs> Doctor McFadden. Let us know. No, but yeah, no. If, like, for instance, the last situation I was in, my sister, she, we talked, and she's like, "Hey, how did that end?" Mm-hmm. Because. <laughs> If it if I would have said some douchey, can we curse? Yeah. All right. If I would if I would have said some douchey shit, she would have held me accountable, and I wouldn't have mm. I wouldn't have been able to sort of ride over that hump as mm. easily, you know. Sure. And I've been raised, yeah, I've been raised by a man that uh, would wouldn't 
be proud of me being a douche to women Mm -hmm. because I do want to be a father to a daughter soon. Well, not soon, but (laughs) (laughs) I was like, are you expecting? (laughs) Yeah, no, no. (laughs) Eventually. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't want a man, um, to treat my sister or mom or future daughter if I have them that way. I'm not saying that I'm perfect. I do have an aloof uh, tendency Mm. or cold tendency that um, I've recently been able to sort of work through. But um, for the most part, I try to be as respectful as possible. And it's to the point to where when the uh, the ties are sort of um, severed or the relationship ends, I'll um, periodically get texts from my past love interests sort of checking up on me. Mm. And it's kind of hard to imagine that happening had it ended on a bad note. And I just don't believe in um, spending X amount of time and emotion on someone and just becoming enemies Mm. you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. that doesn't make sense to me unless they've done something completely wrong Mm -hmm. or i haven't taken accountability for doing something but um yeah i just try to treat people as i would want them to treat yeah that's awesome you know and it's a very boring answer no i think that's amazing (laughs) yeah i guess should we take a little commercial break do it Welcome back. How's it going, Les? Uh, rocking and rolling. Have you enjoyed your time on Hot and Horrible? Yeah, man. You, you guys are great hosts. Uh, the scene is comfortable, and I uh, appreciate you guys welcoming me into your space. Well, thank you so much for yeah. being here. Seriously. <laughs> Indeed. It's really magical how we ran into each other, and then you know the same week you're on the podcast. <laughs> That's insane, man. That's insane. What is your message to the world? Um, my message to the world is live to the point of tears. So, um, that's a pretty loaded quote by my favorite philosopher, um, an Algerian philosopher by the name of Albert Camus. And if that means love, um, just don't be afraid to take that step in love to the point of tears, you know, Mm. or life may bring just, uh, try to give your all to it. If it makes sense. Yeah. I love that. I like that. Yeah. Do you have any relationship tips? Oh, uh, yeah. That would give out? Yeah. I, just, I would just say, um, instead of in- expecting um, to be fulfilled, and I, you touched on this earlier, mm-hmm. um, by someone else, take the initiative to sort of do the work on yourself. And it's a very confronting process. And it's, mm-hmm. It's a very hard process. It's considering you can just pick up Instagram and can be completely distracted from yourself. Mm-hmm. Spend some time alone, uh, take walks, um, and really ask yourself the questions that uh, could potentially lead you to be internally free. Because turns out, I mean, nine times out of ten, the mountain that's in your way could be you, you know? Yes. Yeah. So. Okay. Les is giving me healed man energy right now. Yeah. <laughs> and you have such a like a calming warmth yeah. about you too. Ah, thank yeah. you. Yeah. I appreciate it. 
<laughs> so where can people find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at, uh, this is kind of embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, S-I-R underscore Lord Less. So, Sir Lord Less. Yeah. You've heard it here and... <laughs> Don't slide That's in funny. those DMs. Just go to Bar Sovereign <laughs> and run into him. You know what I mean? I'd be the uh, the gentleman losing badly at pool in the back. You know, <laughs> that'll be me. Amazing. And Emily, where can people find you? At Sherwood Emily. You can find me at, at Andre Country Life or at Andre Country on everything else. And you can find our podcast at at Hot and Horrible Pod. And while you're there, don't forget to rate it. Five stars. Five stars. It takes two seconds. Tell your dog. Tell your dad. <laughs> tell your mom. Tell everyone. Tell everyone to rate it tell five stars. Tell the boy that you're dating that's doing a bad job. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> All right, friends and lovers. We'll talk next week. Ciao.